Hello, Mother Funkers. Hi, guys. How are you doing? What's the hat? Um, how are you, Shirley? Don't ask, Shirley. Thank you. Don't ask you. One of those weeks. I have to say that I went to the sun is shining directly in my um It really retina, is, directly so into your retinas. I, I know I usually pull the blind down to get maximum sound, but I just thought, no, you don't know how long you're gonna get the sunshine for. Um the other day, I know you've done this a few times, but the, I haven't for various reasons. I just took myself off to London. I had literally about an hour and a half. The wedding partner said, why are you going? You're going to stress yourself out. You know, you have to get get there. And what are you doing when you get there? I said, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there. I just need to go. And I took the babe. Well, I didn't even take the doona, which is the very small buggy. I took the really big bugaboo because I wanted, I thought maybe I'll go shopping in the five minutes I have in town and I need space to put my shopping bags. Anyway, we went in on the train. She was delighted. I went into the Apple store and got lunch for everyone, got some cake. And just came back on the train. It was a really short. I mean, literally, I had four. Lovely day out, me. Shirley. That's a nice day out. You didn't buy yourself a frock, piece of cake, or anything like that. I didn't have time for. Uh, no, I got a piece of cake. When was yeah. the last time you wore a frock, Shirley? I didn't get a frock. No, I did get. I've got some sandals. Well, that's enough. I, Shirley loves the Grecian sandal, and I um does them in all the all the all the varieties of gold. And I went into um, the Apple Store. Yeah, and that was oh, fun. lovely. This is a uh, nice day out, Shirley. Next time I'll come with. Here we are. Elderly couple sue son and daughter-in-law for failing to provide a grandchild. Who knew? Too right. Uh, do you think so? But they're waiting around for what? So this is in the Indy. Women in India are expected and often forced to bear children within years of marriage. <laughs> Traditional families in India have patriarchal setups with expectations of a male. He says, the father says, I gave my, all my money to my son, got him trained in America. I don't have any money right now. And he won't even give me a grandson. Listen, you know what? I hear him. I hear him. If that's exactly what you wanted. I wonder how hands-on this grandfather plans to be if he did, if his son did bear him a Well, I think it's probably just about who's going to provide for him later. Do you see what I mean? Also, who's going to continue the line? Who's going to continue the the line? Exactly. So Shelley and I did a gig last Saturday night. It was in the Spiegel tent in uh, Cavendish Square and it was part of the underbelly and it was a, a, a massive night. 15 acts, cabaret versus cancer, and Shelley and I were sort of, um, you know, 14th act on. And it was such an amazing evening, Shelley, wasn't it? I mean, we were like two dusty old ladies in comparison to the drag kings and the pole dancers. I mean, the pole dancer, one of them, his heels were basically the same length as my son, my three-year-old. And he's he had tall, these massive black platform. They had a big platform and then they had a really long heel. It was, what, a 15-inch heel or something? 15 inches. And then he and was I carrying know, these heels up. That's what I couldn't believe. He was up and down this pole. And I thought, how the hell is he? He needs... And he was so greasy. Muscle. up as well did you see his body there just wasn't a lick of fat on him and no, he no, was no. Just... and the, the core strength you need to lift those heels off the ground and do what he's doing i know you just can't stop staring at these people and the mc i mean everyone had so much makeup on they were just it was just literally they were caked and shelly and i just like we just got out of bed we just put on a bit of debenham sparkle and a trainer and just licked back our hair we had two and the quips. way we and the way we were introduced just goes says it all really goes right next time we've got a, a, a double axe it's a bit of comedy next because before it's just all titillation and bejazzles it's yeah yeah double axe um i know a few double axe uh cheese cheese and onion uh fish and chips fish and chips um, it's just like prawn you know, and cocktail. Just... Yeah, he was terrible actually at introducing <laughs> us. But but to be fair, but I think kind we of went sets down it pretty up, well. Didn't it? Cheese and onion is about right. Cheese and onion is about right. You can be cheese. Yeah, I have yes, to please. say, I have to say, it, we went down pretty well. I would say. 
I because we weren't a visual, as we're saying now, we were not a visual. But were we auditory pleasure in your I'd opinion? say so. I'd say so. But no, it was fun. I have to say, Shirley, I unpacked that bag, um, the Samsonite that was packed with all our props and that afro that you wear for peeing absolutely reeks of cumin to an extent where now the spare room just thinks of cumin. Well, so you think my hair is emanating I cumin? think it's a sort of, um, I think it's a scent that's probably um, inbred into the fro. Yeah. I don't necessarily think you smelled cumin last Saturday, but I think it's just a prop that originally came from your house that stinks of cumin. But that's fine. Listen, there's no blame culture here. Well, there's a bit, but that's fine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit. Back to what you were saying about the Indian, um, the Indian grandfather wanting to sue his grandchild, not his son, mother. The thing in these patriarchal societies, you know, in the Arab culture, you'll be called, so for instance, you'll be called Um Dashil, mother of Dash, mother of the eldest son. So if you bear lots of girls in the first place, you know, you need a, you need a name. They don't call you, they wouldn't call you Shirley. They wouldn't call you Pasquale. They'd call you Um, mother of the eldest child. So you're bearing lots of girls. So you're called the mother of the eldest daughter Teresa. until, um, um, so imagine Beatrice. you're known for, let's just say you called your daughter Fatima. You'll be known as Um Fatima until you bear a son. And then that label goes and then you're um, a mother of the, the son, which I always just find so rude. I was just thinking about it. I thought, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this, these, these patriarchal cultures. It's just so rude. Women again. But if you oh. know nothing else, I guess, yeah, it's odd for us. But now people are waking up to it. It's rude. It's, it's, you yeah, know, it's rude. Oh, sure. They're just like, going, okay, so I'm a second class citizen because of my gender um, it's rude. countries that are getting on the progressive bandwagon and I was surprised and um I was surprised and I, I thought wow and I was I didn't know how to react at first and I thought no this is very good Spain is the first country to introduce a three-day period leave for women so you could have up to three days leave if you suffer and it's not just like oh my god I got a tummy ache it's for people who really suffer with periods. And lots of women do suffer. They listed the, the, the symptoms of an extreme period and there were all the symptoms I used to get with my heavy periods, which are diarrhea, sorry guys, um, headaches, uh, abdominal cramping. What was the other one? Gosh. But anyway, yes. Nausea? Nausea, I think so. No, fever. That's it, fever. So I'd get a fever and sweat and everything, get terrible dysentery. You've been suffering and, um, for some years in one way or another, haven't you, Shelley? But then I had the, um, so I've been thinking about periods all morning because then I got pregnant and remember, I didn't have any period pains again, but then something else came. But anyway, so I think it's a really good thing yeah, because lots of women are really, really suffering in silence. They so this is any, Spain, is it? This is Spain and okay. um, they're hoping other countries will follow suit. And also the supermarkets are scrapping and the labels following Asda's lead and scrapping labels like feminine hygiene and sanitary products. And they're just calling it the bloody period aisle. Call a spade a spade, they said. We have to stop just dressing it up as something just like, oh, icky, ah. Nice. Yeah, well I done, Spain. Was, yeah. Talking of Spanish. So I met friends this week and they've taken in a Ukrainian family. OK, and they live in Sitges. And they said, it's amazing. This woman, she's the mother, she's 37. The son is seven and her mother is 70. I saw a photo of the three of them and both women look, I mean, they, they've knocked off 20 years. They just look really, really healthy. You know, quite tanned, bright blue eyes. And apparently they are, they're no slouches. They cook every meal and they walk everywhere and they're just really proactive and basically people that you want in the house. Now, apparently they get on really well, no problem at all. They have their own privacy. 
everything's fine. The son is on, at school in Spain, but he also does online schooling. So he's in his class in Ukraine, you know, so it's amazing, right? The only issue is, is the mother went down to the local village and said, what is this rainbow flag? Is it the Spanish flag? Oh and my friend said, no, actually, that's the, um, that's pride. That's, that's the, that's the gay flag. What do you mean the gay flag? Because, well, actually, now that you mention it, um, Sitges is a very gay capital of the of Europe. And he, she said, what do you mean? And apparently that week it was Bear Week, as in all oh, the bears dear. were out. All I, I still can't get on board with Bear Week. Yeah. And she found it really, really difficult. So she's a slight homophobe, sure. And she said, God will curse them. But slowly, slowly, she is coming round to the fact she that these come men... will come round. She is coming round. Yeah, she will come. But it's amazing. He said it's been amazing. Six weeks that they lived in the house. Six weeks. Apparently, they send videos every day um, back home. And yeah, apparently they've got stories. They cook amazingly, and they've got a lot to offer. You know, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So everyone's happy, except for the. We'll just work on the homophobia thing. Uh, I haven't had a drop since last Sunday, I'm just saying. What's going on with you? I think I'm just a bit stressed. I think because there's a lot going on. Shelley and I are trying to work on our show. We have, a ve- we have a finite amount of time together. I've been on a lot of childcare. I continue to be on a lot of childcare. It's just, I've just got no time for it. To it's be not conducive, is it? To, um... It's not conducive and I want good sleep. But yeah, it's um, so it's it's weird. Thing you is, once you've been off it for sleep, five whether, days, whether whether you've been drunk or not, you sleep like an absolute tree, don't you? Just like oh, I do. But you, the quality of sleep is much better when you've been off the source. You must mm. admit. True. And also the next day, but it's a shame. It's a shame to be so uptight. There are pros and cons to being on the source. I think. But anyway, listen. Um, it served me. Oh, so I, well. I miss the uh, the Liberace. I miss the the liberation that alcohol brings. Like the oh, sort really. Of- Oh, yeah, I love it because you just have that first, especially that first, and you just feel everything sort of sink down, all the muscle, all the tensions, the neck, just everything relax. And the then neck the devil and the comes out in the eyes and goes, Mama's going to have some fun. And all of a sudden you don't care. And all of a sudden clothes start disappearing off your frame and, you know, sure. you're getting lighter of limb. Sure, oh, I miss sure. all of that, for sure. I'm always sort of, you know, I'm conscious, which is... Um, not always fun is it you don't need an excuse to take your clothes off surely Shirley surely Shirley here comes my little friend now here he comes (laughs) yeah there we go he's being delivered you can't even silence him with the boob now can you oh I can't do anything he's um nine months and he is climbing up everything it's it's something else I mean it's amazing because he's really determined and very brave unlike my firstborn but as a result, every 20 minutes, it's gadoosh and he's hitting his head. I mean, he's just covered in bruises. He's got big eggs on his head. Hello. Yes, bless you. There we go. Bless you. So, yeah, it's just constant, which is terrible. Okay. And he's very loud. Um, he's very loud. Anyway, we'll just continue yeah. and ignore you're, you're him for a bit. You're entering a war zone now with the nine months and it's, it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky one. Yeah, they're on the move. Mrs. H. As in, hello, hello, it's time for some singing. She's yes. at Latters this year, Latitude Festival. Oh, I was thinking, I was talking to the winning partner, we want to go to a children's festival, go to it. And I said, Latitude is a great one. She yeah, said, I'd rather stab myself in the head with a fork. Which children, I couldn't think of anything worse. Where are you going? Well, we, we're not going anywhere yet, but we'd like to go to a festival that's child friendly. Like Latitude. And- 
Yeah. Oh, latitude's not so bad, although I imagine the tickets And festivals, are festivals excellent for children. This so because we always went as adults and just got wasted. But if you go with children, it's a it's a really nice they put loads of things on for them if the weather's nice. That's the thing, it's so weather dependent. I mean, listen, you know what? I think I might leave it to the last minute to say whether I'm gonna come or not. However, the tickets go quickly, so actually it's yeah. not gonna work. No, you won't get a ticket. We probably are already too late. No, I don't mind that to be honest. But anyway, she's playing at Latitude Festival. She's also playing an Exmouth Market. This is for those of you who don't know, it's a Yotto, and it's a very, very good band called um, Mrs. H. And she sings kids' songs that aren't too annoying. It's good. She's great. She has an accordion. It's all fun. She's at Exmouth Market Thursday and Friday, if we want to go. But we, I've only got the small one then. And he I'll doesn't come. care. I'll come. Another night out. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That was a day out, but this is a night out. This is where I want to take the winning partner. I heard the founder speak on Women's Hour and she founded a a night called One Night. And it's basically a sex party just for women. Not like gay women. You can be anything you like. but Not just the gays. Not for the gays. Um, It was born out of a desire to create a space that is um, positive, non-threatening, and welcoming to women because she's always had she likes she loves a sex party but she always found that the problem at these parties were the men so she's eliminated the men and women go there's of course there's a dress code it's lingerie or fetish you're not obliged to take part or do anything but it's a place where you can explore and express yourself there will be two there are they warn you on the website there are two highly trusted male submissives and they are there for your service. They will give you foot massages and they will fetch you, quaff unquote, drinks, whatever you need. And they're not allowed in the playroom or anything. They're there just, just to serve you. Yeah, she's saying these the, the popularity of these nights are insane. She says they've just picked up and you get all sorts of people. And just as long as you identify as a woman, the space is um, open to you. And I thought... Actually, because we had a, a pal round the other night and she was going to a sex party, but mixed gender one. And I told her about this one. She goes, she'd heard about this one. She goes, yes, I'd like to go to that one too. So I thought I'd take the winning partner as a little treat. She wouldn't be expecting that from me, would she? Absolutely not. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to take her as a surprise to one night. I think you should definitely go. Thank as you. Sort of wires. But what will you wear? Fetish or lingerie? Don't tell me you're just going to wear your boiler suit. No, no, no. I'll wear probably... Lingerie. L- lingerie, yeah. But I'm going to have to... You look to... lovely in lingerie, you must. Oh, bless you. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I don't actually, um, at the moment, I'm on medication that makes me put on weight and I have been putting on weight and it's really interesting to uh, witness. So I don't know what to do about that because I've always... Witness the fitness. Life. Witness Witnessed the fitness. Not right now, mate. Talking of which, I think that's probably my winner-winner. I might as well go straight to that. Is the fact that because now I'm breast- not breastfeeding anymore, I'm really looking forward to investing in some um, lingerie that isn't, you know, maternity yeah. wear. And I think that will cheer me up. Because there's nothing oh, worse than really drab, you know, two pieces. You know, really old knickers and bra, grey, greying and sort of fraying knickers and bra. No, no, no. I'm going to get some new stuff. Not quite now. Not now. Because the the money tree is, as you know, the money tree is empty. But maybe for my birthday. I was going to get replenished real soon. Guys, we have the same birthday and I'm relying on uh, Shelley to organise something this year because I'm off to Spain the very next day. I'm not. I'm not going to do anything this year. Oh no, you It's a Saturday though, Shirley. Do you know that? Yes, I've told you that. Oh yeah, you did I said it's our birthday on a Saturday. You have to put on a barbecue and I will come. Thank you very much. I haven't got the space anymore. I haven't got the space, the time or the inclination. But tell me, you're going to Spain the next day, aren't you? Yes, and you'll be joining me in Spain. That's that's by the by. That's absolutely by the by. 
You know what I just want to say very quickly? This is a recommendation and then I'll move on swift. You know, last week we discussed the split. Um, I watched TV the last show. one last night. Yeah, I've, such I've a bad about mood. 10, 10 minutes left of the last one. You know, the split, the, the, the sort of family of divorce lawyers, you follow their personal lives and, and uh, um, the, the story of the week, as it were. Well, Abby Morgan, who wrote that, while she's writing this drama, she's got a drama of her own going on in her life because her husband suffers from these seizures and has a, a seizure on this one occasion that puts him into a coma. He gets put into an induced coma for six months. So he's in a coma for six months. She's writing the split. I think she was on second series by then. He wakes up from his coma and doesn't recognize her and has something they call caprice delusion, where he believes the person closest to him has been replaced by an imposter. So he believes that Abby Morgan has been hired by the state and is an imposter. Not only this, but then she goes on to develop breast cancer while she's writing a series. Anyway, she's written a book, and I'm really interested in reading that book. I heard an excerpt, and it sounds good. Did you it's hear called... on Woman's Hour? Don't be silly. That's not my only source, but yeah, no, sure. But I... Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> She was on Woman's Hour. Yes, my I know. My son's just pulled out my ears. He's really relaxing, actually. I'm glad that he's got a full nappy. And my unwilling partner brought me his dummy. That's really, really helpful of him to have so done that. So basically, he's got shit in his diaper and you haven't got the dummy. I've got the dummy and he's got a stinky nappy. Yeah. But that's yeah. fine. So her book is called This Is Not A Pity Memoir. Okay, I'm going to read it. I hope you do too. And um, what's your winner-winner, Shirley? My winner-winner is that I'm off to the seaside tomorrow. The British nice. seaside. And we don't care if it's raining. Girls like you. Where are you going? Brighton? Query. We're going Brighton. We're going to go and see a friend. She's not even gay, imagine. And she lives in Brighton. What's she doing there? Um, we're going to have ice cream. We're going to play with the go-karts. We're going to have fish and chips on the beach. And I'm going to breathe in that dirty, stinky seagull air. Can't wait. That's lovely. Oh, it's a jolly holiday with Shirley. Isn't it? Isn't That's it? That's lovely. I'm jealous. What's your dead duck? Is it's positive? the fact that I've got them all day tomorrow. And not only have I got them, but I've got errands to run, i.e. fixing the car. So imagine taking two of these ones. You're going to have to take the car. the car wash. Nowhere near. I'm going to Blackheath to fix this car. So it's going to be a long old day. Well, my husband is going for lunch and then he's off to the footer. So that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, that's a stitch up. That is an absolute stitch up. Did I have a winner winner or not? You did. Your lingerie, you're going to buy some. Some non-maternity yeah, expensive lingerie I mean, when you get another yeah, It may or may not happen. It's not It's not definite, is it? But anyway, it's not, I wouldn't say it was top of my priority list yeah. at the moment. She's, not, she's having a rough week, our Shirley, isn't she? She's having a rough week. Um, what's hilarious is that Shirley sent me a little um, piece of footage yesterday for a casting. She sent me her casting reel and I just didn't know what to say because I thought, you look awful and but how am I going to tell her but it and did then, make it must have made you laugh yeah it did make me laugh yeah and then she That's told the me no we have to they're looking they're looking for women who look like dogs yeah um, literally women who look like their dogs so you need yeah. big shaggy hair and everything which mm. explained her look but I was very concerned I thought brush your hair dear woman but also, my um, acting was good do you not think oh excellent excellent yeah. It was and that's the one I think that's going to be that's right in the middle of my holiday. So I reckon I'll definitely get that one. That's going to be the one that pays for the lingerie. That is yeah, just going to be is. the way it goes. I haven't, I've just looked down at my dead duck because I keep notes here and it's just blank. Now that suggests that I haven't got one, which is not... Hashtag good. blessed. Hashtag blessed. Do you know what? Let's just go with that. It's blank. I've got no dead duck this week. Good for you, Shirley. Good for you. Bully for you. Um, so guys, thank you so much me. for listening. Sorry for the chaos on my end. It's just my little friend here. 
Isn't it? Just my yeah, sometimes it will be like that, you know? Uh, Mum's on the run. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Bye.